Hello, and welcome to Gamer Noob. Today we are talking about creating a cohesive team out of unique characters part two. The short, Cody. The short campaign. <laughs> These are the ones about the shorter campaigns that we run. I am still Cody. I'm, I'm Zach. Ha! Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Got him. I'm Mandy? Maybe? Yes, I think so. <laughs> I'm Vinny. Thank slash you. Slash Vincent. Whatever. And I'm Caitlin. I was going to say, over there, there's Caitlin. <laughs> uh, we've been recording for a while, actually. We're like, we'll do a quick gamer noob because we don't have a ton of time today. 45 minutes later, we're on part two. So anyways, part two. Uh, I think the first short game that we did, we could talk a little bit about uh, Fate. Which might stray back into us failing to make a cohesive team. I forgot about fate when we oh, were man. Okay, oh, fate. fate. I God, d- God, gosh dang it, Todd. No. <laughs> okay, my problem with fate is actually a problem with Cody for this one. <laughs> Whoa! Like the narrative was bad. Cody's like, make a character that like lives on this island and has never been anywhere else. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'll make an elder of this island who does like. And then the Cody's whole plot is like not going back to the island, like getting separated, and like like. So it's like my character like all he wants to do is get back to an island because he's like 80 years old and wants to die. And then Cody's like, but but you have to go on adventures. Okay, now I am gonna say Zach, I, I did say we were going to go on adventures and you picked a guy that couldn't walk so you know you throw shade at me for making a character that couldn't talk you made a character that couldn't walk in an adventure game he could walk he just didn't want to go on an adventure (laughs) in the adventure game (laughs) I made a character that doesn't want to play this game I'm going home (laughs) All right, you win Um, but yeah I mean we can briefly kind of talk about that a little bit because that was kind of when I was at the helm and I think I did a bad job in that case of wrangling people's ideas well, for sure. I, I mean, think you also like did a bad job of wrangling your own ideas. You're like, I'm gonna make a thing where you can be do anything. There's an island, infinite universes, which yeah. is what you're trying to do. But instead you're, of you're, which is what you're trying to do with our new game that we're gonna start up soon. But I think with that, like you're like actually building some guidance where you're like, well, he's 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 basically learned from where fate went wrong. Well, and we can we're trying to avoid that. So to kind of clarify, I guess what fate was for us. My, we didn't record that. We one. didn't record this. So this was just us playing as friends for fun and my idea with it was i didn't want to i wanted to be able to play a game of fate without planning anything because yeah, it, it was meant it was meant to be the game that was like between arcs and yeah, between it was, episodes it was when, filler for us to just do as friends yeah just just for something to play when we like when caitlin didn't have time to plan star wars and zach didn't have time to plan voyage vagabond just something to play in between so basically the idea was, was yeah. they were on they got like blown off their island on a boat and then every every time we would play, they would basically roll the dice, and that would generate some information about an island. Yeah, it was like a procedurally generated world. Yeah, and then I would just make it up as we went, um, which I think was like marginally successful. It was an interesting concept, and and does very much sound like a video game, which I know that's what you kind of based it off of. Yeah. But, um, in the end, I think all of us were kind of craving a storyline. Yeah, and it did there not just, have one. There was no, like, it didn't matter what island we landed on. It just, th- there was no storyline because we landed and then you were making up on the fly, yeah. which it, you did a great job. But then the, there's also, you're, you're, there, there's things you're going to miss when you do that. Yeah, there was like not. There was no through lines, I think, the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, for there sure, there was none. There yeah. wasn't an impetus for us to keep going on the adventure. Basically, like, you just had to because I was saying yeah, so. Yeah, because us leaving our main island was an accident. We didn't intend for that to happen. Right. So a lot of, I mean, the group in general was like, we need to go home. We need to get back to our island or catch up with what's-her-name that left, captured by pirates, whatever. Oh, yeah, Todd's it, love interest, yeah, Todd's right? Who hated interest. him. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, that was the kind of that was the other thing. Is like I made a terrible character. He was just mean and mean spirited. Yeah, that was definitely one where like I think we all made slightly. Well, I say we, you guys. It's your fault. You guys made two clown shoesy characters, and I, then we're mean I, to each other. I, made, I was I was a six year old. Well, <laughs> oh gosh, was, yeah, that was exactly the or point. Eight, though. Or an eight year old. I wasn't mean to everybody. I just well, was it was a child. It was a very <laughs> wide gap, and like things were established then early on so my character took care of some animal in a cave and all this and all of a sudden there were um like all of a sudden i had a bunch of prejudices and not that oh that that's where cave people am yeah, i right that's cave, where the cave, cave people, people that's where the cave people came from um and it's it's not like that's a problem but like 
I feel like it got it just made the game very negative. I was gonna say it got really mean spirited <laughs> really quickly. Yeah, I will say the difference between uh, this one and Star Wars is that our like our team cohesion was not there like in Star Wars, but our group cohesion like us as players were like all fine with what was happening. I mean, with this the whole re- part the whole point of the campaign was. To be goofy and, and not like blow serious. off steam, yeah. yeah, not not our normal thing. We're recording that we're trying to be a little more cohesive. But, so, so yeah, this like, was meant to be kind of goofy, but then it that's also kind of what tore it apart because yeah. there was no cohesion, there was no story. Right. So we had like the mean spirited people, but like at the end of every night, we're like, that was fun. Let's do that again. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you know, it's like I, we made did, fun of cave people, but it's like still a joke we make fun of like nowadays. T- did Sonya get to set things on fire? Yes, she had fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot. That your character's name was Sonya, and like once, like Todd I, got to basket weave, everything yeah. was okay. Yeah. The, the funny, the reason I, basket weaving is the worst skill anyone could. Ever oh my make. gosh! Always take basket weaving. You can make it super, super relevant all the time. Well, <laughs> I hated how relevant it was in every. It was game. so relevant. It was so great. my kind of general thing with running a game is like, well, if you guys can make an excuse why this is relevant, it's relevant. So Todd had one skill in basket weaving, and so every issue was solved via basket weaving. Right. I made baskets like pay people back. I made like you captured people in baskets. Right. I like made net like traps out of like basket woven stuff. Like I did macrame basically. Made like a sail at one point out of basket. It was just like anything you could do to justify it. Yeah. Thatch sail. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that one did kind of fall apart just under its own silliness. <laughs> <laughs> Which then, after Fate, came City of Mist. Yeah, City of Mist was the next one. Yeah, City Which, of Mist. And this one was meant to be a longer... This was gonna. This was one of this is one of the ones we recorded. It was, I guess, intended to be a longer campaign. And this was we the just, replacement to Star Wars, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, yeah, once we got done with Star Wars, we started doing City of Mist, and... I don't know if we necessarily said it was going to go as long as Star Wars did, because I don't think it did, but it was just going oh, no. to be Not even kind of. another permanent, See, I guess semi-permanent I, one. I thought it was supposed to be the longer replacement for as long as as long as we wanted to play it, and it just turned out that we didn't I, want to play it as long. I think this one, like again, fell apart under its uh, like the weight of our party. I don't know if that did... Well, I think it was more plot than party. Like Just well, like, the direction that things went was hard to maintain oh here's one thing i will say and this kind of goes back to what we talked about in the last episode about be careful if you're making yourself as a character because chip was me yeah <laughs> and that was not good man that caused like strife in our with the rest of us though because they're like it's like Vinny's not doing anything in the game but he's playing himself so yeah. can't be like Vinny, your yeah. rpg character's stupid it's like <laughs> Well, then it's like telling Vinny he's bad as a person. I'm like, but you're not bad as a person, like in an ordinary life. But in a fantasy setting, like Vincent Killian is not a fun character. No, he wouldn't be an adventure character. I'm, I'm not like my, me myself. I'm not a person to go solve supernatural mysteries. Well, and I think that, that was, was the one character, which is really a failing of you. I'm, I'm just saying. No, it, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about in real life, not in your characters. <laughs> yeah, in real life, you're a fail. <laughs> No, but I was I was going to say, I think that was an issue on my part, too, that I should have probably directed you more towards something that was not Chip um, when we started out. And I think all of us, like, played someone who was, like, distinctively not us otherwise. Yeah. Like, I was, like, a broody dad. Yeah, and I think that was also, like, I think some of the problem was that it was also something where it was, like, unbalanced and that most of you were employees and one of you was an employer. <laughs> Should we talk about that in general? Like what putting hierarchy in your team does to your team? Yeah. yeah. I want to I want to give it a recommendation for putting hierarchy in your team. It's really simple. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever put hierarchy in your team. It can work. But once again, this goes into you really have to know what you're doing and you have to be able to take the hierarchy not super seriously because city of mist i played a character that was technically the secretary um but i i never took zach's as my boss seriously like we were always in my character's eyes we were always on the same level even though technically i'm just the front desk person and now that i think in my character's eyes he like he viewed you as an equal but also as an employee, but like not in a bad way. It was just like, yeah. this person's my like is completely competent, and I can leave her to do her own job. She, I like I also give her orders because like she's the person who I hired to do a job. Yeah, and I think uh, Chip was Chip recognized that Cyrus was the boss, but didn't like Chip. Also, is like 
he doesn't know anything about what I do, so I'm just not going to listen to him when he talks about what I do. <laughs> well, and I also think Chip kind of fell into a role that's complicated because I think it's also sort of the role that Franny is, which is kind of being like... Just be be the antagonizer of, well, of the leader of the group. Huh? Just being the antagonizer of the leader well, of the group. Well, it's also just kind of being like the lightning rod for negativity. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like... Like the put upon man. Yeah, and that's not a that's a good thing to have in a group. It's just you have to know that going in and not get bogged down by it because well, that's that's like you're you as a player have to know it, but I think your character kind of needs to be oblivious, and I think that's where Franny does it well. It's like like a lightning rod. Franny redirects the negativity away from himself, where Chip just thought he was the weak link at a certain point. Yeah, to the team, and it's like just like he got into the spiral of like I'm the weak link and everyone thinks so, and I'm the weak link and everyone thinks so. Right, and, and I, I guess that's one of those like team things that I would caution against unless the player is specifically very comfortable with it because I'm like a person that kind of thrives on that. Well, I think Franny doesn't acknowledge that everyone thinks he was like the weak link for the longest time. Um, and I don't think in the beginning you Maybe did. he doesn't openly, he, he, like internally. In the beginning, like, Franny probably did not realize that he was, but now he does. He just... I just don't care, or, like or, Cody. Or, <laughs> well, or, think, or recognizes that he was. Right, I think, yeah. I think it's like when, he, when Franny was the weak link, he didn't realize it. And now that he's not the weak link, he realizes he was. But there's nothing to do with that anymore because he's no longer a weak link. Right, right. But I guess if there's something that could tax a group outside of the game, it's accidentally making your character the lightning rod of the group that gets made fun of all yeah. the time, which is sort of and what Chip was. And I don't know if you were super comfortable with that as, like, what ended up kind of happening. Uh, I remember there was, like, some parts that weren't fun, yeah. but it, I, at the end, I can only blame myself because I made the character, right? Right, right. And that was my bad for not being yeah, like, it, hey, it's maybe. Kind of also It's kind of also, like, a double... It's like, not only was I the lightning rod for the group, I also kind of made the character myself. So at the same, so kind of at the same time, I made myself the player, the lightning rod of the group, which yeah. never oh, a yeah. good idea. Right. Yeah. Right. Because even if I know you guys didn't mean anything. Right. Like, yeah. You're I my mean, friends. Yeah. Well, Vinny, and, you're one of my best friends now. So yeah. And you and, were at the time as well. Yeah. What about so, me? Like, I know <laughs> you are as well. So I said one of my best friends. What yeah. About and me? so like. <laughs> And and it's it's not me and Mandy are more than just best friends, Cody. <laughs> we're really best friends. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. Caitlin, Caitlin, we're just kind of like yeah, mm, you're yeah. Just you're right. roommates. I get it. You guys are quite acquaintances. Yeah, you live with her. You have to bring we, into these. We've I get it. bumped into each other once or twice. You know, <laughs> it would have been really funny if Rowan decided to speak up there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rowan. You ruined the joke. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think. Anything else we need to say about City of Mist? Um, I mean, I think City of Mist was like, if you listen to City of Mist, that's like the turning point when we started talking to each other. So like when we yeah. ended City of Mist, like the reason we stopped playing City of Mist is because we had a talk and we decided like we didn't like where some plot was going because we recorded a few extra episodes that like no one was happy with at all. Yeah, City of Mist was weird the way it ended because I think at the time it was... We didn't love where the plot was going, and I think at the time we wanted to only have one system. We always go back and forth on whether Which or not... Which we do always go back and forth <laughs> right. on whether we, we only want to have one system. Because well, this is what happens. We have, we, we'll have we'll have one system, but then whoever's DMing inevitably gets burned out because yeah, they can't right. possibly re- plan that many things all the time. So then we either go a month or two months with no episodes... Or we start a second system and then run two systems for a while until we decide if we don't like the system, let's kill it off and just go with one system. Which we're hoping we're hoping to remedy by doing the other every other week thing now, which will hopefully help like lessen the burden. Yeah, I right, think that'll yeah. help a lot. Yeah, this is kind of internally yeah. us deciding what we're and, doing. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, and kind of because this is, the, I mean, that whole bit's not really related to the discussion of the of the episode, right? Yeah. Character building, but it kind of can be because like character development, because if you're DM's burned out and the players are burned out, then your character development's not going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's well, something kinda, you have to be careful with. That's kind of how I felt at the end of City of Mist, because there was plot stuff that made me... I'm trying to remember exactly kind of how that worked out. I think it just kind of got a little too dark. I, it I, was like, it a, just the, the way the plot shook out was like uncomfortable with like current events sort of yeah it just got it into violent basically yeah it I was a just sword that made me he-man <laughs> you did have a sword that made you he-man well, and there's this like problematic characters we had like my character like and not in the like a bad way but like 
he always had guns on him. Like that was his like superpower. Yeah. At a certain point, where it was just like, and then this I is think problematic with current events with all the shootings that have been happening, and we started feeling uncomfortable with the well because we went to a college school. campus. Yeah. In the plot, yeah. and then it just we were just like, no, we don't want our game to be like this. And then when you're like joking around about your characters and the plot takes that turn it just didn't feel right well and yeah. and i i think we i think the original was kind of or our our campaign with it was based off of a module and that module had um it, correct me if i'm wrong but either the module had or it turned into we were dealing with kids um, the module was explicitly dealing with kids. Yes, yeah. and my my character was a teacher originally. So we yes, we ended up going into some places that were uh, maybe we we back off this and mm-hmm. Well, and it is it is a world that is not strictly fantasy like it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be like we said it in portsburg which is yeah <laughs> just portland or seattle like yeah, yeah pulling the curtain back it was set on the coast in a like cold rainy city yeah in a, in a, yeah. In a foggy rainy cold city on a coast in portland or seattle in <laughs> nebulous time that was the 80s yeah <laughs> well no i mean i even said 1985 it oh was, did you yeah it was it was okay. explicit because that was like the noir start and i think part of what we found out well and like I did not mind the plot. It didn't make me uncomfortable, but I understood you guys as players like brought up stuff like, hey, we don't really like this. And I think that just kind of shows like maybe playing in something modern day that is not explicitly fantasy. Did, did we actually that involves guns? Did we actually re record an entire episode? No, we never. One? No, we just we just abandoned that the start plot of a second. Yeah. I, thought of a there, second I thought there episode. was something that we had something like that come up and we're like, we don't like where this is going. And we just abandoned that episode. And we, we did. We just never went back to that. So oh, okay. there, there was like season one, we finished. It ended with you getting the He-Man stored season yeah. two started. Uh, and then we recorded a bit and then just, and like, we never just released it. We, okay. ne- we just never released those. So we still have some unreleased city of mist episodes that we just, but then for me, it was like, I didn't love the group dynamic at that point as well. Yeah. So I was, was like, it was eh. growing better. I think it was on the upturn because like at that point, at least I made the conscious decision like, oh, Cyrus should start to realize after like we fought a, like a bad villain. Oh, Chip is useful and he was helpful. So like, yeah, Cyrus was like accidentally insulting Chip. Like, hey, like you're not as useless as I thought you were. And Chip's like, Thanks. Well, and I remember really enjoying the characters um, because the idea, I, I'm a big fan of mythology in the first place. So um, I was really in love with the characters that we were doing. Um, and I do think the group dynamic was starting to change, but I think maybe the development was just not there fast enough. Mm-hmm. And we also did happen to have a really good end arc. So yeah. instead of just continuing until we figured it out, um, plus the weird vibe we were getting, it just made sense to... Yeah, stop it before it got weird. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop it before it got weird. Um, but I do agree. I do think the team dynamic was on the rise at the end of that arc. Yeah, no, I think that's true because we were starting to... I think we had realized there were some problems, but I think I agree with Zach in saying just don't have someone be like your group leader explicitly. Like, don't have hierarchy. Not not just group leader, but also um, being a teacher. My character was also technically yes. Yeah, oh yeah, like that. everyone was basically positioned above you. Right? Yeah, well, because yeah. Chip was my pr- st- was a student of mine yeah. at one point, he was my and- employee, and he was like an intern. So like even like Caitlin's character was above Chip. Yeah, that was just mm-hmm. all like the wrong. Yeah, because Chip was that. like the new guy in the company and was. Uh, doing something that wasn't respected yeah, it yeah, was, and doing yeah. something that was kind of like looked down on with the whole technology stuff and so yeah right it was just yeah it, it just made chip kind of the punching bag of the group yeah mm-hmm. so i think that was something worth abandoning is my point <laughs> i would also say like at this point like we were like this is the point where we started listening to like when we first started recording stuff we were listening to some podcasts and we're like we can do that this will be fun and those podcasts had like antigo- antagonistic bends to their party in them yes mm-hmm. and then a Around the time... Sorry, I have a baby, so it's a little hard to know how close I am. Don't use your child as an excuse. I will. <laughs> I, I constantly do at work. I do, too. <laughs> I'm tired because I have a baby. <laughs> I'm not tired because I made bad it had, life choices. It had, no, it had nothing to do with the video games I played until 4 a.m., uh-huh. right? <laughs> then he woke up at 4 a.m., so inconvenient. <laughs> but... 
we started listening to like different podcasts that like the parties were just like coherent. And we're like, wait, we don't have to argue all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like as an overarching thing, just to, like be careful what media you consume if you're making a party. Well, be- and also don't copy. Don't don't think that if you listen to like a certain way of playing RPGs that that's the right way to play them. Yeah. There's not a right and a wrong way to play it. And if something is getting not fun don't keep doing it because it seemed because i definitely had the same thing i thought that inner party conflict was like what the game was about like if you're a good rpg player yeah. you're constantly fighting with your party and I, that's what and i fell into heads. that's what i fell into based on based on the under the podcast i was listening to because that was a, that was a portion of it was, right and that's how i thought it needed to go and then like zach was saying listen to other ones later it's like oh this is different i like this mm -hmm. i like this better i like how these teams work and we kind of started listening we were all listening to the same ones um the latter ones that we were listening to still had some inner party conflict but it wasn't to the extreme that it was tearing a party apart it was like i have a disagreement with you you have a disagreement with me okay how do we solve this we solve it like we're friends and then it's (laughs) done Yeah. And, yeah. and it's or, still interesting enough to listen to because it's like oh okay th- your character wouldn't make this decision and this is why and or, it's like okay there's like uh, good development in, in the, one of the ones we, we've listened to where it's like they have little in jokes about the characters where it's like uh, like what one character who should be good at a particular ca- uh, task and then just proceeds to never do that task that they're good at and then it just becomes an in joke in the party. Are you and talking it, about Franny not healing well enough? No, I was talking about. <laughs> I know uh, what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> it's like the quick of like, there's a fighter. It's like, oh yeah, fighter. I've like maxed out my skills. I'm gonna be great at killing monsters. And then like they they either don't fight or exclusively roll like twos to hit. And you're like, come on, man, you're like the tank of our group and you're doing nothing. Yeah. Well, and also like. I have listened to our podcast, which is a little bit, I don't know, patting myself on the back, but my favorite part of the podcast for me that was like a character interaction was not us fighting about something and then coming to a conclusion, which is good. It was just a moment of a character supporting my character in a way that I was not expecting and was really cool. What was it? It was it was Nyx, and it was during the duel where I was like, my character type is a paladin duelist. And we set it up to where we were going to have a duel. And I was really excited for that duel. And then I lost. And I was like a little bit sad about it. I was like, oh, that sucks. You know, like I wanted Francis to win that, you know. And then Nick made like a spell to make Constantina appear in front of my face to like give yeah. me a little boost. At yeah, the end. yeah. And it was like not something I asked Nick to do, but it was just the character supporting my character. And I was like, that's actually really cool. That's a lot more fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people fighting with each other is like. Oh, they're like friends. They support each other. Right, like, oh. like I like the idea that like parties have a reason to be together. Yeah, and that yeah. like it's so easy to fall in the trap of like because like in real life you like make friends with people you want to be around. So it's easy to be like, oh, well, this is like an RPG. We don't have to be friends now. And I'm like, <laughs> but like it's way more fun to like like what's more fun to watch like people fighting with each other or like something like Lord of the Rings where they're all on the same page. They're like, we're all friends here. We need to accomplish something. Yeah, other than Boromir, yeah. he dies. <laughs> Except for that time when Boromir betrayed the party and then died for but it. Then he, right? No, but he don't be Boromir. No, he didn't die for betraying the party. He owned up to his betrayal and died to save the party. Though. Yeah, but screw it, that. He that died for betraying the party. Wouldn't have happened if he didn't betray the party. That. that that, but like that whole thing, that like, him dying was a direct result of him betraying the party. There just happened to be the little bit, in it, whatever. This is a moment where you guys should compromise. <laughs> <laughs> so we are. Warbur died because he was stupid. How about that? We are way <laughs> off of the city of mist. Hey, Dane, take. 2d10 damage <laughs> so okay after city of mist we have a bunch of one shots and then we have um our crystal heart campaign mm-hmm. so do we, we want to talk uh the other medium length campaign crystal heart we, we yeah. can talk about the little baby ones I think. Uh, I, I, baby I, ones. let's do crystal heart first because more similar oh to the okay other ones. okay just keep them all grouped together and my vote so i think crystal heart was probably where we started with the most like party unity I, almost in a bad way i would say crystal heart was our best party upon deployment yeah, yeah. But that was our that was kind of by design of the system because the system yeah. is you are a you you start as a team of like trained agents of this organization and you're going out in the world to do things so it's like you're supposed to be a cohesive group in starting so you kind of have to you kind of have to build your team around that already 
That's one of my favorite things about Crystal Heart, and I would highly recommend this, actually, if you are playing a game um, where your team, you're starting as a team right off the bat. One of my favorite things in character creation is you don't have to do it exactly this way, but they have a card system where if you draw a card uh, based on the suit, you have to pick another character that you either um, somebody that you're enemies with at the same time or uh, a shared memory of something that happened in training. It's stuff like that. And that's something that if you're not playing that system, you can still make it up. Your, Your game master can still create some character questions to start you off, but ways that you're connected right off the bat, because that made a huge difference in my mind. It's like, oh, I know these people. We we have been through at least something together, not just immediately thrown into a team to go out and do the world. And that gives you a reason to have scenes with people. And I think having small scenes with characters like really uh, accelerates character development. Oh my goodness, though. So we're playing... Kaylin and I are playing with some other friends. They wanted to play some (gasps) D&D. I'm hurt. You're (laughs) cheating. People have been doing it for longer. Well, not anymore. We've kind of stopped that other group. (laughs) We're playing with another group of people. And like the first game session or two, like it wasn't bad, but like we weren't really clicking. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to just have a scene with every other character where I'm like just, my characters are like with them and like talking with them. And like, like some of them were ridiculous and stuff, but like now we like feel like a party and like we do stuff together. And it was like night and day. It's like the first two sessions were like, all right. And then the second session, worst combat I've been in in my life. We fought like two rats or equivalent of rats. <laughs> and it took us 45 minutes because <laughs> no one was hitting on either side. <laughs> and it was the worst. And that's the just DM, a D&D problem. Yeah. But the, the DM was like worried that we were going to quit. And I'm like, no, this is the best session we've had so far. Because like we actually started being a party and like joining with each other because we had scenes together. Yeah. Where it's like me talking with like our, like the ranger. I'm like, hey, like. Let's go hunting together. And like, so he's like trying to hunt. I'm like, should I be quiet now? And he's like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> Are you playing Franny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a character who's like a royal royalty, but like ran away from home. So he's trying to hide it. Oh. But he was raised as royalty. So he's like, has, he has no idea no what it, about the world. Pampered. Right. So yeah. he like just sits there. And he's like, I'm a peasant. I scrape muck. <laughs> Yeah, he stole Franny's last name. That's yeah. what he did. <laughs> but it's like, what do peasants do? They scrape mug. That seems like what peasants do. <laughs> seems like a peasanty thing. Or like he'll say stuff like like this last session. I'm like, oh, like you don't have much experience with royalty. I'm like, do you? And I'm like, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think having that's something that really builds teams is having a reason to like have scenes with people and then having those scenes with people interconnecting yourself with each individual member of a team not be like like it's not like i'm a part of a football team so i vote for like football team it's more like i'm like in a relationship with these people in my team and that's why i care about the team right Mm -hmm. well and that that to kind of go back to um star wars i know i was thinking uh, back to voyage vagabonds so in in that party, this was re- fairly early. Dane definitely was not about to trust Franny with any any kind of any ki- any kind of important Thanks, information. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of the same with Mella, almost by association. But Nick seemed reasonable, and I don't know I don't know how much Dane knew at that point when we were at the Cobalt, wasn't the castle fort it was like fortification a fort on a what, lake i think yeah, yeah whatever it was like hey good memory there, for any. there was uh just it it made sense at that point to connect with nicks mm-hmm. and we both got drunk right while yeah Nick was sitting in a <laughs> barrel, <laughs> yeah we got barrel drunk or ale or whatever it was yeah. and it just at that point Ew. yeah right <laughs> it just it just like that it made sense at that point to connect for us our two characters to mm-hmm. connect and that just helps build the group yeah anything yeah, else we, we want to say about crystal heart yeah i was gonna say from like the dm standpoint it's weird being on the other side of the table because i don't always know how you guys feel about each other in character you know what i mean because i'm not like there having interactions with you but it is also easier on the dm if your party feels like a party because then you can be antagonistic which gives your party a common enemy yes (laughs) um which i enjoy like i kind of like being the dm that snipes at someone in the party and then someone else in the party stands up for them or you know what i mean yeah yeah and that that's a good feeling to have about a party when they seem like they like each other and you're the antagonistic one because generally you know like you're 
your NPCs are bad people that they're going to end up murdering or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. that I don't think we've done in this group, but we've Zach and I have done in other games, is to have the players after each session write out how their character feels about all the other characters. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then send it to the GM, or at least like keep it in your head so you remember like where your relationships ended and when you start (laughs) just to like actually think about how your character thinks about the other characters and then you can like progress if you like know where you started and you can be like oh now i interact with them based on this and then that changes things where did you come from where did you go where did you come from (laughs) cotton eye joe <laughs> what did you think was I gonna feel happen like there? Vinny makes bad jokes. Yeah, that's always, how I feel about Vinny. It's funny yeah. watching Cody watch that whole thing play out because he's like, "Where's his?" Oh, no. <laughs> of course it was that. Of course it was. But like when he said Cotton Eye Joe, that's when Cody got it. And it felt like a slap to his face. He's just like, "Oh." It did feel like a slap to the face. I know. I was there. Well, and like I, I don't. I liked Crystal Heart. Well, because I, I don't get to be in the party in Voyage of Vagabonds, which I have mixed feelings about. <laughs> I feel sad that our best party is the one without me, and I'm, like, self-conscious about that. <laughs> I have a lot of issues, personally. <laughs> I was going to say, another one where we had a good party was The Watch. <laughs> Man, I didn't even get to play that game. Yeah, you really did nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that was a... That one didn't really have a game master. It did. It just the game it was master like in name only. Did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like with Crystal Heart, it was I liked it because like we we didn't play it long enough, but we like decided like we want to have like certain explore different things that we couldn't otherwise. Yeah. Like like me and Mandy decided like we should have our characters like become romantically interested because like of how our characters act and it would make sense. We didn't ever get to that point, but it was like an interesting thing that we could explore because our characters were already friends. We didn't have to just sit there and be like, yeah. do I trust you? Right. It guys, it felt like you guys bantered more at least. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like there's any character that I personally or my character disliked in the group. Yeah. Like, we had fun stuff that I did with all of them. Yep. The one thing I will say with, it's kind of looking at my own personal player growth, kind of with making characters, I'm notorious for not having a character voice. I'm terrible at doing character voices. Like, that's kind of kind of part of my thing, and I it's something I've really had to work on. So, like, Dane, I just went for just deep, deep and don't don't talk much talk slow just kind of just kind of just be just be grumpy just kind of just don't don't say a lot and then it's all right it works as a character voice but it's just not there's not much there so that's something i was trying to work on so with crystal heart i really tried to come up with something different like something more and one thing and we talked about this a lot when we were creating those characters i couldn't decide on a character voice and like i don't I don't want to do the thing where it's like I try to do a, a Scottish accent and fail or do a Russian accent and fail. Like, I don't want to be stereotype person with, with accent and do it badly. Cause that's, that's not the, that's not the feel I'm going for. But what I did decide to do was take a character of, like, of a character, like a character or mix a couple characters. So what I ended up with, with Rezo is like George Takei meets, um, William Shatner and just, <laughs> and, uh, ended up with someone that talks deliberately and puts pauses in between. So he's like, but puts very important things in sentences so that you know he has thought out what he's going to say. And like just that kind of thing where it's like, it's not it's not a lot, but it's different. It's, it's enough to differentiate. It's enough, yeah. yeah, it's enough to differentiate when I'm talking as the player versus when, when the character's talking. And like one thing that... Um, we talked about a lot when I was trying to make this character is don't be afraid of too much. If there's too much, you can always back off of it. It's a lot harder to add more. Yeah. Like if it's not mm. enough, it's, it's harder to push it more. It's like if you go over the top, like, yeah, it's a bit much drop back. That's, that seems easier to do. Right. So don't yeah. be afraid to like experiment with character voices and like go kind of crazy, but not like, I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. that's the thing is like in the first couple episodes, you, you're, party develops by how you change in that first little bit Mm -hmm. and so if you like go too far then you can be you have more to work with in pruning back to like how you want your party to gel yeah and that makes sense and i mean i'm kind of on like the way opposite end of the spectrum where like my character voices are insane and (laughs) extremely like easy to read 
but almost in a bad really? way. Yeah. Really? I mean, it can be a crutch, <laughs> to, but it, at the same time, it does serve to like make a differentiation in your own head. Yeah. Part of the part of the reason I don't do those type of character voices, they just seem exhausting. <laughs> they are sometimes. <laughs> Kelco hurt. <laughs> I should have picked a different character voice for Kelco, but I like know. how it sounds like you're actually going through puberty with Kelco again. <laughs> Um, so we should definitely move on to the, um, the very, very short one shot campaigns, which we kind of talked a little bit before recording, um, how similar all of those were in terms of creation. Um, because a lot of them with the actual character sheet, we did a lot of pre-gen characters. So we weren't, um, we weren't having to roll the characters while we were trying to come up with who we were playing. A lot of them, we had the, what the character, who the character was in terms of their skills, and then we got to play with the rest of it. Right. I think for like, especially for one shots, team cohesion matters a lot less. Yeah. I think it gives you freedom to not seem like you have as much cohesion and then like if something goes wrong it's okay and you also don't have to worry about like the long term being friends <laughs> but if you can like gel or at least like argue or banter in a fun way for like a session then you can succeed well, i would still promote team cohesion but like if you try something and it goes horribly wrong it's like well this is this is a one shot anyway. Like right, we we're done now. Yeah. Well, and the the one shots are the time to play with that, right? Um, yeah. Because I think what well, what we did a lot, like we had some like a Song of Swords is a good one where we had like hierarchical things. I was gonna mention that. Yeah. So we said like don't do hierarchy Song of Swords. We actually st- because we already had like pre gen um character like skills and stats and stuff. Then we spent some time on making a narrative that would be interesting for a one-shot and, and, and specifically like for this that setting for as that well. setting because like, it's a very specific like high fantasy game of thrones type setting yeah so we kind of made it like with a main character more so and so like all of the characters were tied to my character because he was like the like heir to the throne or like trying to take the throne i think the difference too is if we had continued if that had turned into a campaign technically yes your character was the prince or heir to the throne but by having to go through everything that we went through he would he uh, he was a guy i think Mm -hmm. yeah he would have uh his stature would have ended up on the same playing field as the rest of us because we all went through the same thing and yeah yeah, technically you are going to tell us what to do but you're also no longer the prince right like i needed everybody to get to where we were at the end of that one shot and so that would have more leveled the like playing field in terms of like characters interacting with each other. Yes. Uh, to be, I'll be honest. I don't remember a lot of the details of that one. Like I don't. For some reason, that's the one that's blanking on me. I don't remember like who our characters were. Good on news. That. Uh, listen to the yeah. Wandering Gamer yeah. Network. <laughs> play Song of Swords. Yeah. And you can remember I should go all back. Of it. I should yeah. Go back download it separately and uh, <laughs> our at a glance series. Um, but I. I don't think I'm trying to remember it, but I don't. You weren't like the type of prince that was like, "You do what I say because I'm your prince." He was the type like, of prince that had brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where that's from. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so that that's where it's like you couldn't, you can do like a hierarchy, but you just gotta be careful. Like if you take your superior position and just lord it over the party, that can deteriorate the party dynamic pretty quick. Right. But it's like there's ways of having having like a superiority mm-hmm. like hierarchy while still maintaining kind of like even usefulness, I guess I'll say, mm-hmm. where it's like you don't have one person that is the boss of everyone. Like they might be the boss of everyone. They mm-hmm. might have that authority, but they're not it's not eroding mm-hmm. the group. Right. So that was a successful way of doing hierarchy in a one shot. Definitely. Uh, let's see. So we had Song of Swords. We had Watch. The Watch. Watch, yeah. which was very similar, um, creating the team to uh, Crystal Hearts, where we had to be a team right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they could they had a I, I can't remember what they did but i feel like they had a good way of helping figure it was yeah, it was they, it scenes yeah they or? had scenes at like the end of the mission or during the mission even right where it's like they had yeah where you'd like pick another character and do a scene with them yeah and yeah it was basically all just role playing as characters and not in a bad way i i really enjoyed it i thought that was a great game for players and yeah a little bit unfair to your gm that wasn't really getting to do much yeah if, if you want to dm a game don't pick the watch you're no. not going to do anything you just um, get to sit and watch us talk and be friends. But that was one where I thought we had interesting character problems like between us, because that was what the game was kind of about. But the game was also good about making those resolve so you couldn't linger with them, which is, I think, mm-hmm. kind of like the death of a good party. Yeah. Those lingering issues that never <laughs> go away. So if you ever want to play something that's really simple in terms of role-playing and you want to... Um, kind of learn what scenes to do with people that's a good game for that um, yeah the watch sure. is really good for figuring out how to do those um and solving the issue mm-hmm. yeah Would i think you? playing the watch as a one shot would really like jump start your role playing in a different game like just getting you used to how to be a team in scenes with each other yeah because that one was definitely heavy on the role play yes which yes. was was what we were what we were looking for we wanted we wanted to do one that was was kind of like that are there any other one shots that stuck out that I mean, you guys did, can think we of did clink which i don't really remember our party dyma- dynamic i remember the terrible plot but that's about it <laughs> i don't remember my character at all i didn't have a character in that one i wasn't was in that it, one was, clink wasn't the robin hood one was it that one was, that one was horrid no the robin the robin hood run- <laughs> i think the robin hood one might be the worst game we ever recorded like, <laughs> say that i'm gonna cut that <laughs> no i meant like by like our recording wise like not their game wise we also had the Ro- the robin hood game i think kind of is like our band of bards game where we just created really crazy characters and had no like it did not matter whatsoever how they i don't think it worked as well like i don't know i just don't think our characters were like the right characters for that because i think Uh, cody wanted to be a little bit more serious than we took it and we took it really uns i i was only in it for like the second half i i wasn't able to make the first because uh, that was spread over two recording sessions, oh, and I, right. I, cu- I, I couldn't be at the first one, but I was at the second one, and I was expecting like uh, like uh, Errol Flynn played Robin Hood at one point, right? Uh, so I was expecting yes, like Errol the Flynn. only good Robin Hood. Yeah, what I was about expect- Robin Hood Men in Tights? I would, no, yeah, Errol see, Flynn. That's <laughs> I was expecting like Errol Flynn Robin Hood, and then what I what I came into was was uh, uh, Carrie Elway's Robin Hood Men in Tights. And it was kind of just bonkers and off the rails. But that's just kind of what the group settled into. I think that's one that might kind of fall into... Sorry, I'm trying to pacify a baby. Um, I think that's one that the issue with the game, as far as like creating a group was, is it kind of wanted to create a group of like wisecracking friends, um, which is fun to be in, but it's really hard to just be a group of wisecracking friends on demand. Like right here, make a funny joke. Uh, right. Yeah, because yeah. it gave points or something. Your for face being looks like funny. a boar. <laughs> it gave you wit points, which is my biggest thing. It was like it gave you points if you were witty, but only if you were the first person to be witty in a scene. And I'm like, well, now you're all just trying to be witty on command as fast as possible. Yeah. Right. And as soon as you're like, oh my gosh, what can I say to be witty before anybody else says something witty? And you just immediately think of the most boring things to say yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then what ends up happening is if you're all trying to think of something witty to say that means nobody's paying attention to a conversation so then yes. there's no conversation yeah 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 it was it was a little strange it was a little bit of a strange game which but, you know that's more gameplay than character creation but right. i do think it's kind of the same thing as the band of bards where we did end up just creating crazy characters i just think we didn't do it well like, it's not against the game. It's because I wasn't there. I'm, that's that's <laughs> the only thing I can really? think of. The party <laughs> unity was disrupted. <laughs> I must been, that must have been why Clink didn't go well, too. Just I'm I'm essential <laughs> for the group. I, I am a I'm a necessary condition for this group. <laughs> and then we, did the, we did, like, another sci-fi one, which I don't remember, which I don't... Oh, yeah! Our Stellar chaos. Was, yep. How, how did that one go? Weren't you in that one? I don't think I was. I, don't, that I think sound, you were. That doesn't sound familiar. 
I don't remember. Like, I just remember having a standoff in a ship outside a planet. It was like Firefly esque, and I remember the plot more than the characters in that one. I don't remember, Do you remember the plot? I don't remember like anything. I remember. The I game remember was, you like, had to make up uh, how ships move. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. The game was like very much in its like developmental stage, and like you can play this. And then Cody made a thing where it's like we're gonna have ship combat, and like we don't have the rules for that yet. And Cody's like, "Oops." <laughs> yeah, I think really the the best like short game that we did was really the watch like that was the one that to me mm-hmm. stood out as I a game so. that created good party unity and not because zach wasn't in it it's just a game that happened to not have a dm so I it's think, a little bit i think honestly i think song of swords is better song of swords actually i think too and think, just in terms of the team do you guys that we remember made playing songs? yes i, I do. don't think i didn't like like i didn't like the very in-depth mechanics but i think our party was great in yeah it. we're talking about we're talking oh, about party okay party. like like i think the watch like i dm'd that one so i don't remember the party at all yeah yeah yeah, yeah you you were too busy having to figure out how the rules for that system work. Yeah, yeah. So roll roll for your toe girth. <laughs> toe girth. Ew. Oh, Vinny, you're mean, making me want to play Fatal. Am I not? Am I wrong uh, though? But yeah, do we want to go like a quick recap of things for parties? Yeah. Okay. Everyone, go around and give one like your gold piece of advice. We actually talk about bards though. We didn't talk about bards. What's the party unity in bards? <laughs> You're you're 100 on the railroads. <laughs> we still gotta talk. It's still a thing think, we're doing. I think with bards is like, I think with bards we just all of us just we're like we're ridiculous characters. We don't hate each other. Go. Yeah. I right. Think I think yeah. we're choosing to make our humor about being together and not fighting amongst ourselves. Our humor yeah. isn't like against like. Huh, you're a bad like you're a bad bard it's more like i can't believe we're bards together i was gonna say it's all about the characters it's about taylor swift being with the Maca- uh, metallica guy or whatever like, <laughs> yeah. it's about the insanity of the party. we have we have someone who isn't really a bard we have taylor swift we have zz top who's like a heavy metal bard in this zz top does not play heavy metal music, i, I said I'm in just, this I mean, i'm just i'm just saying okay, we have a heavy rock and roll person CZ Top is blue. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. It's and not then important. we have like acoustic wonder wall playing. Bar. Oh, I forgot that's who you were. Oh yeah, like, it's like folksy. You're the worst. Yeah. You're the not only are you the you're the kind of guy that brings a dulcimer to a party. <laughs> yeah, a dulcimer, doesn't she? Yeah, that's what he's making fun of. Bartholomew has a dulcimer. I, I did not remember that. I just know a dulcimer is an old stringy instrument. Yep, that's exactly what he brought to this like vampire. <laughs> Like the kind of bard where it's like we come to a party it's like I could play some music and everyone's like mm, but we have a stereo <laughs> <laughs> they're like good I can hook I can hook it up to the amps then you're like oh, <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> yeah but this this one was also this campaign campaign was along the same lines of what we talked about with fate where it's like it's meant it was meant to be a goofy fun just yeah not, not yeah. super serious adventure but that means that we don't have to worry so much about our party. Right. But I mean, we've come a long way because like in fate, the like our like humor, quote unquote, in that was like ragging on each other. And it was hostile. Exactly. And so like now in this one, it's like us being in a crazy situation together and not being hostile towards each other because there's so many other people being hostile towards us. I guess I guess I was more I was more thinking along the lines of when you're when you're like in a serious campaign you have to be careful about your party like dynamic and the stuff or like ruining something yeah because yeah. then it's like if like because the, the tone of it it if the party doesn't work then the tone doesn't really work but if it's just a goofy having fun then the tone of the party doesn't matter as much well yeah and that's something for like on the gm side that you can do to help party unity is like if your group's not feeling homogenous give them an easy yes or no answer that they're all going to say yes to you know like go and get this thing and do something that you're all going to feel good about as a team. Whereas like when I felt like you guys were doing well as a party, so like crystal heart, I actually tried to make decisions where I would expect you guys to argue, Mm -hmm. but it was because I thought you would come to a conclusion and then move on past it relatively quickly. Yeah. And like, even, even when we didn't, because there was a part in crystal heart where throughout an entire arc, we as players knew that our characters did not agree with how this was going to end. Yeah, but and, you were still just moving and forward. We, we, we still just moved forward, even knowing full well that we were not going to agree, and we probably were never going to agree, and yeah. it would just have to come up at some point. Yeah, and eventually you were going to have to do something. Yeah. yeah. but And I like that, because I think that amount of conflict is good role-playing as long as it ends. Yeah, as long as it... Because then once it actually came up, 
it resolved relatively quickly. Yeah. Like, we were able to come to a conclusion. If it had drug out forever and ever and ever and ended up with our characters hating each other, then that's where it's no good. Right. Right. So, anyways, you want to go around and do, like, your one golden piece of advice for making, you know, team unity? Can I do two? You can do... You can go last and maybe someone else will take your first one. <laughs> okay, I'm going first and doing two. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, well, the first one's, like, more just, like... It's just, like, general D&D advice, in my opinion. Like, play with people you enjoy being around. Not everyone has that option, like, if there's not a lot of D&D around. But play... Like, if you play with people you like or at least enjoy to an extent, it makes making a good party way easier. And the other thing is, like, unless you're very confident in role-playing... Don't make a hierarchical structure in your group. Don't make someone someone else's boss. It just never works. <laughs> My son hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you blame him? No. <laughs> I'm okay with it. All right, Caitlin. Um, I think I would say don't be afraid to hit pause and like chat about how things are going outside of the game so that you're like make sure that your friendship outside is solid and then you can have conflict that you're both okay with in character, if that makes sense. Graham's very upset right yeah. now. Vinny, what you feeling? Uh, my my piece of advice is going to be, don't make, I mean, this is just coming from my own personal experience, don't make a character yourself, because I've done it multiple times, and it's not, I mean, you could probably make it work, but the problem is if there is any conflict, then your group, the players in your group think they're making fun of you. Even if that, even I mean, they know they don't mean it, obviously, but it's like it just makes it hard to play. It definitely makes it hard for you to play that character, and it makes it hard for the other players to play around your character. Because if you're playing yourself, then they might fear of insulting you because you're playing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I also was going to say just just practice with. I would kind of also even stretch that to say try to focus on doing things that are explicitly not you. Like find something you are terrible at. I second that, yeah. And try to do that. Like, I'm I'm a very introverted person. So one thing, I I still haven't quite done it, and I I haven't done this in a campaign yet just because it's hard for me. I need to try to make an extroverted character at some point. Someone that is flamboyant and takes a lead. I did that. I tried that a little bit with the bards. Wasn't quite there but it's i was trying yeah so it's yeah. just just try try stuff i mean it might it might go terrible but that's that's how you get better and i think like as a team like support people taking risks in character yeah. that kind of goes off of mine i was gonna say be nice to your fellow players <laughs> yes be nice um and oh be flexible with your character it's okay if your character doesn't end up being uh, a force user it's okay if your character doesn't end up being the main one in the story you know it's or getting a dragon or getting a dragon (laughs) 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 and just like that it became a bad group Um, but you know that, that it, it's okay if things don't happen, and just be be flexible and know that your character might do things that you didn't know they were gonna do. Graham was very upset that we were talking. My advice is just make sure you hug everybody at the end of the night. <laughs> I mean, that's actually really good advice. Solid <laughs> advice. Anyways, <laughs> Rowan, Graham, any last thoughts? I feel like that goes off of my. Uh, Mine was be, unique. Be nice to everyone. <laughs> no, it's different physical affection not just words <laughs> some people are touchy-feely yeah get so all the love languages <laughs> also give bring everyone cookies. a small present every time you play yeah so <laughs> to bring cookies uh, anyways that was our second part for hang on hang on <laughs> that was our second part for creating a cohesive team out of unique characters anyways that was it I'm padded outros bye <laughs> bye <laughs> keep wandering <laughs> dang it <laughs>